Messenger Theatre Company presents Season 2 of The Dragon Age. Episode 5, Ashley and Alice. No. Your ex? Your friend made you sit through a brunch with your ex so he could get together with a girl who really likes you. Wow. And I thought my life was dramatic. Okay, you're right. I forgot about the dragon part. That bit probably is a lot more dramatic, you're right. But if we exclude any dragon drama, you would win. <sighs> it's great to see you. Thank you for coming. <sighs> All's more or less the same. I've become a little bit of a political football. And now that there are native dragons here, it's hard to make the case for how dangerous it would be to keep me here. So the authorities are tussling. So here I remain. Well, I would love to see this country, actually. I mean, I flew all the way here. It'd be a shame to go back without seeing a little of it, at least. Maybe I could negotiate a little bus tour or something. They keep me away from the public. I get a little taste of the landscape. I don't know. Surely they have some female officers who would take me. Blurf. I'm sorry I ruined your homecoming. And my vacation. Such a drag. No. But I am not going to let myself get sorry for myself. That spells trouble. Famous how? Front page of the paper? Have you seen it? Can you get one? Oh, I'm curious, actually. I've never been in the paper, really. I mean, once, as a child, they had photos of my dance team and I was among them, but not as an adult. And on the news, I should get a copy for my parents. No, they don't know. Or they didn't. Do you think this news made it back home? Eek. Well, I'll have some explaining to do at Christmas if I ever get out of here. No, good point, not much to explain. Mom, Dad, I'm a dragon. No, I didn't choose it, it came to me. There's some thought that it might be in my jeans. Oh, good point. That might freak them out even more. They'll think it's going to happen to them, too. Well, I guess it's good the papers added me then, as I would clearly make a mess of talking to them about this. Damn. It's just so hard to have a normal conversation in here. I mean, not just because of the glass and the intercoms and all, but just, I don't know. I'm a very, like, tactile person, and I feel like I'm operating without my prime senses. I guess I mean tactile like kinesthetic. Because, yeah, I figure things out from touching and moving and stuff, and, and here, it's just like the same surfaces in the same organization all day. I mean, it does make me a little, uh, touchy. I try to keep it in check, you know, but they do keep sending the most triggering men possible in here, and I think they might be running a study. 
Which I definitely did not give my permission for. No, sir, but who would I complain to? Why, thank you, my kind man. I appreciate the thought. I'm not sure it's my top, top priority, but I definitely appreciate it. Oh, that's to get the hell out of here. Well, about the only advantage of being in here is that everyone knows my secret. So, that's a weird kind of freedom. Though very much not the freedom I'd prefer. I prefer actual freedom. I don't know that I really appreciated what a gift actual freedom is until it was gone. I'd rather no one ever know my secret than be locked up in here. Listen, Brent, be careful out there. Given how closely they're watching me in here, I have a feeling they're surveilling you and your family as well. Probably if you just left me alone in here, they might have left you alone out there. But I'm glad you didn't leave me alone in here. I really appreciate it. The loneliness might really get to me if you hadn't. Hopefully my warning you won't make it worse. Yes. I guess you had a sense of all that. You are a good guesser. Anyway, sorry about all that. Tell me something about life out there. There was the brunch you mentioned. What did you eat? Ugh, yum. That sounds so good. Well, he must be a good friend if you were willing to sit through all that for him. How long have you known each other? Oh, wow. Yeah, I lost touch with all my childhood friends when I moved away. I'm not sure. It could have been me. Or it could have been them. It's not clear. I wonder what they think now. Sorry. I'm a little down. Not feeling particularly hopeful about getting out of here. And there's just no room! I try to do as much of my dance training as I can, but this is not a space to stretch out in. And it's worse when... Yeah. Then. So, I'm gonna lose all my chops. Do you think Hollywood will have a dancer with no more chops and a tendency to turn dragon every once in a while? Get out of here. Reality show? That's insane. Oh no, yeah, I can see how that would sell. It's not quite the dream, though. I suppose I would watch a show about a dancer trying to make it while fighting the urge to drag him out. You're right, I would watch the hell out of that show. Somebody get me an agent, stat. No, what? The PR assistant wants to sign you to do what? This world is bonkers. Do you want to do that? She said her boss could get you an agent to do whatever you wanted. That's quite an offer. Do you want to take it? Yes. It is a lot to think about, but let's dream. I mean, I've got nothing else to do in here. If you had a show, what would you do on it? Oh my god, of course you travel! Shit! I would absolutely watch a travel show you were on. Especially if it was your travel show. I am already sold. What would you call it? 
I don't know. It's pretty basic, but I think travels with Brent would be pretty to the point. Or, or, meeting the locals with Brent. Brent meets the locals. Oh, this show is going to be so good! Mine? Oh, I don't know. Ashley keeps it together? No, <laughs> you're right. That's not a title that will sell. Dragoning out with Ashley? But yeah, all right. I'm glad you like it. We should have our shows back to back and do a whole thing where one throws to the other one. I think your show should go first. Then, wherever you are, you can go, and now, let's check back in with Ashley. And I can start with, thanks, Brent, from wherever you are. Don't forget to call. Yes! Yes, we could do some crossover. Great idea. I could travel with you sometimes, and you could come visit me sometimes. I'm just trying to picture us in Hollywood. I mean, obviously, a lot of it takes place in a car because so much of life there is just driving from one place to another. Do you drive? Same. I mean, I don't know, really. I don't think so. Because dragons tend not to transform if it might be a dangerous moment. No one's turned while they were driving or, like, while on a trapeze or whatever. It's some self-preservational instinct, we think. Well, no. I don't think I'd have to drive all the time. Same reasons, really. Well, if you were driving and I dragoned out, what do you think would happen to the car? <laughs> May we. I'd have to wait until we were parked, or at the very least, stopped at a light. <laughs> Good point. Who knows what your foot would do when approached by a dragon? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I scared you a little bit there. I I'm sorry. It's faint, but yeah, I, I can still smell fear from in here. They gotta keep me fed somehow. Uh, no, but I am sorry I scared you there. It's hard to know how far to push these kind of jokes. Good. Okay. Anyway, I won't eat you in a car. I'm joking. I wouldn't eat you at all. I like you. Oh, gee whiz, I'm not helping this situation. <laughs> no, listen. I don't mind scaring government officials and military men. It's actually really satisfying. They come in here all bluster and think they're intimidating, but meanwhile they're feeding me a three-course fear meal. <laughs> I don't mind if they hear me on that subject. Well, because the harder they try to control their fear, because they don't want to feed me, the more it increases. It's really funny. Some of their faces turn quite red. Yes, and the funnier I find them, the angrier they get, and the fear they're trying to suppress just geysers out all over the place. <laughs> it's like the awareness that I'm onto them makes it even more pronounced. I don't tell them about it when they're here. It's not what they want to talk about. But I am definitely being surveilled in here, which I know may come as a big shock to you, so I'm just imagining what will happen when they watch the surveillance footage. I pretended not to notice the surveillance before, but I don't quite see the point anymore. I'm under surveillance. They want truths out of me, they'll get them. One of those truths is that I am being surveilled. Ha! <laughs> Do you think they'd give up those tapes for that? I mean, it would be a good intro to our reality shows, that's for sure. 
Maybe I should ask for some makeup. So I can look good, just in case. Oh, thanks. You look good too. And also, you don't need any makeup. Though I am told it's a good idea when dealing with a camera. Yes, you should absolutely put your face on before you come here. You never know what these cameras are doing to your skin tone. I mean, with the right lighting, most people are all right, but this is absolutely not the right lighting. I think it's called ghostly white. Buzzing beige. Fetching fluorescence. Flickering face. Oh, that's our next career, cosmetic naming. Maybe that's a part of our shows where we pitch our makeup line for surveillance rooms. For when you want to look your best for government officials. Oh, look, here comes one now. Hello, Officer Reynolds. That's his super polite way of saying they want you to leave now. Thank you for coming, Brand. <laughs> You've cheered me right up. Give our friends my love. All right, Officer Reynolds. He's going. See ya, Brent. Thank you for putting me in touch with Willie. He's coming out to help us sort through our predictive models. I think it'll make a big difference. If nothing else, it'll help us get a head start on this thing, so thank you for helping us get that going. I just wanted to come and give you this certificate of thanks from the government. It is literally the least we could do. <laughs> but it is presented to you with our thanks. Also, and this is a little delicate, but we're starting to think you may know more about all this dragon stuff than you're letting on. Well, you just seem to be at the centre of a lot of things. You re-entered the country with a dragon. You have knowledge of quite a bit of dragon facts from Dragon City. You've been seen with a known dragon advocate. I believe her name is Fiona. And she has some ties to the dragons that were recently discovered here. Certainly, I can see that you've been a bit of a magnet for the dragon affiliated. It is logical. You're a curiosity for many people. We just have to ask if you're aware of any plans or knowledge that we should, say, prepare with. Well, yes, of course. We're keeping our eyes on you. You're at the centre of a very odd hub. It, it would be irresponsible to not keep you in our sights. I just want to make it clear that our ears are open if you ever want to share anything. We know you're still involved with the dragon in custody. Yes, Ashley, yes, I know, she has a name. Like I said, you seem to be, um, invested in each other in some way. Yes, you're right. No, I haven't personally seen any surveillance tapes. We're just finding it hard to believe you didn't know her better before you brought her here. You were awfully quick to forgive her. I'm not sure it would matter if she didn't mean to. A shark might not mean to eat a man's leg off, but if you bring him to a place with blood in the water, he's going to bite you. I know she's not a shark, she's a dragon. They are very different animals. I'm just saying, if I brought a shark onto a plane of bleeding people, I would be more to blame for than the shark for that disaster. Sure, 
Sure. I'm sorry. This is all new for us and you're one of the few people in this country for whom it is not quite as new and we're just trying to figure out why and what to do about it. Do you think there were other dragons on that plane? I'm not here to interrogate you. I'm here to give you that certificate of appreciation. That's it. I apologise. We are just at a bit of a loss and your place at the centre of the wheel just makes you a titch irresistible for the team. Yes, we are keeping an eye out, but that's not terrible for you. If anyone were to come after you, we'd be ready to act. No, I know, I understand. Well, I always assume I'm being watched. Comes with the territory. I'm sorry it bothers you. Sorry what? It's not my jurisdiction or my decision to make, unfortunately, but I will pass on your request. No. You're not wrong. From what I understand, there are those who are trying to work out how to harness dragon power to be of help in the military. From what I've seen, that is a fool's errand. Well, you know a dragon. Do you think she'd be useful to the military? Exactly. And they don't seem likely to want to follow orders, which is sort of the whole point. Honestly, it'd be more of a risk or threat to the military to have dragons around. I don't think they can be controlled. Do you think they can be controlled? See? We see eye to eye on this one. Well, I'm not a military woman. I don't quite see the advantage, but I do work with quite a few from the military and they're largely in agreement with me. But there are always a few outliers. Oh, you know, they're worried there'll be a sort of dragon arms race and whomever harnesses their power first will decimate the rest of us. Yes. It is a bit dark, isn't it? What an extraordinary world we live in now, wouldn't you say? I mean, did you ever imagine a world with dragons in it? Or imagine that you'd know one? Anyway. It is our world now. It was all over there, but it's our turn now, and if our research is correct, it's been here for some time already and just invisible to us. So, what do we know, you know? Wow. I should not have gotten all chatty like that. Sorry. You're enormously easy to talk to. Has anyone ever told you that? I would imagine. It's really quite remarkable. Did you ever think of going into law enforcement? Well, your skills would come in very handy when trying to get information out of criminals or witnesses or accomplices or whatever. Just pointing it out, this is not a recruitment. Though the benefits are sizable. <laughs> no, no, I'm really not. It just occurred to me. I have no power to recruit. That's not my area. Anyway, you've got the certificate. I'll be off. The Dragoning was produced by Messenger Theatre Company and written by Emily Rainbow Davis. The Dragoning theme was composed by Scott Ethier. Sound design by Matt Powell. This episode featured Emily Hartford as Ashley and Claire Stevenson as Alice. 
Messenger Theatre Company is a not-for-profit organization, and we are entirely reliant on your support. Thank you, in advance, for making our next episode possible. Stay safe out there, everyone, and watch out for dragons. Dragons.